0: Hi and welcome everyone to the 83rd episode of CM Rocks. This is Marcus Allanson, and today's podcast will be about dynamics marketing. And with me today I have Guru Fallar from Avenid. Guru has 10 years experience in IT, working in different roles varying from support and applications, maintenance, event management, user experience, digital marketing, customer service and everything evolving around CRM system. She has for the last 7 years focused her career around CRM and Dynamics platform. Currently working as head of CRM in Avenid, Norway, and solution architect. Welcome, Guru Falda. Thank you. How are you doing today?
1: I'm oh, very well. And you?
0: Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. So you've been in various roles in Dynamics then?
1: Yes, I have. I've been uh, starting using different kinds of CRM system and case management systems. And then one day I got offered to do... Uh, support on uh, the Dynamics uh, installation we had at the bank I worked in and then that turned into being a CRM manager and eventually the system owner
0: so now you're both head of Avenade Norway and solution architect what is it that you do
1: as the head of CRM know, Norway and as a solution architect I help uh, Bringing together replies to RFPs, uh, request for uh, offers, request for information, uh, providing solutions uh, to our clients, uh, new projects, and doing also functional architecture on projects. Uh, so in my different projects over the last couple of years, I've been enrolled as a functional lead. Uh, I also a uh, scrum master, tester, um, and an advisor and SME um, on different projects.
0: So you have a bunch of roles currently as well then?
1: Well, sometimes you have to manage a lot of different hats. Uh, Avanade in Norway isn't as large as Avanade in different countries. Um, so today uh, I work as uh, both the delivery lead on a large uh, dynamics implementation uh, I'm head of CRM offerings uh, from our Norwegian office and also a solution architect, so that is balancing a lot of different uh, hats you could yeah call I'm out. just
0: saying trying to say I'm really impressed
1: <laughs> okay, Thank you <laughs> yeah.
0: we're customers all the time. What's your last memorable customer experience as a customer?
1: Well, I really like small businesses uh, and I try to do a lot of my, if I do shopping or uh, looking at products, I like to go where it's personalized experiences can be held uh, and seeing how that they're able to use different types of tools and create experiences and get you back uh, as their return customer. Um, uh, Specifically... Uh, Not too long ago, uh, I bought a dress online, as some people do, Uh, and then later I was invited to an event uh, hosted locally uh, with that business. Uh, That business is not based in Norway, so it would take a lot to go there. It would mean flying to England, taking a train for a couple of hours, and then going to this event but then again being invited is maybe more valuable than actually going so f- uh, having them that relationship with the business uh, that you are putting your volunteered uh, money into and then seeing them being able to grow and utilize uh, their marketing potential is really great.
0: And that's really interesting as well, because then you can see how all the things that we work on as consultants and solution architects are used in, in real life. Then So we're not just consultants behind.
1: Well, that's true. I, I really like seeing and learning from different <laughs> domains, uh, seeing how different things are implemented uh, with different strategies seeing how you could use one set of tools to uh visualize and actually achieve your goals and that you might have maybe the same strategy as a big uh really big firm uh but you're able to do it as a small business or uh throughout various domains like you could have Great goals in agriculture, maybe using the same tools and platforms as uh, in financial services or somewhere else, and you could still achieve your goals with that common platform.
0: So, if I go to Dynamics Marketing, what are the key capabilities?
1: Well, it offers what any large marketing platform should. It has your the customers, your customers in in focus. As you build up through the customer journeys, which is a key part in Dynamics uh, 365 marketing uh, platform, and uh, you build in there like your email marketing, and send your customer to a landing page or to a marketing form, uh, post the same message on social media, uh, pull them through event management. Uh, and have them recurring and living in your ecosystem of marketing offerings through marketing uh, as a platform. So it really gives uh, gives you all the different tools that you would need uh, to do good marketing campaigns towards your customers.
0: Okay, so if I'm new to Dynamics Marketing but I've been in Dynamics, what is it like to open up a customer journey and try to... Design that for the first time. Then,
1: well, the, it's built on the unified interface, so if you have um, at least use that, you'll have some familiarity, and you'll still feel like you're on a safe ground. You're not; you don't have to learn like a brand new tool. Uh, so that's uh, comforting for many users. Uh, you can you get visual aid, like the whole customer journey is built in in like a flow builder, um, so you get. Just your starting step and then you take uh, the next step uh, you set if it should be a timer on it or what kind of uh, triggers it should have uh, and it's uh, visual so you see and can visualize that journey you want your customer to go through and um, And also later on, then the results in that journey.
0: And it's very much like the business process flow editor, right? So if you want to create a new business process flow, it looks just like that.
1: Yes, it's very, very similar. Yes.
0: So if I design a customer journey, what is the key areas that Dynamics offers me or what should I look
1: for? Uh, There's different approaches to go to building up a good customer journey. Uh, One way is having, um, like many um, companies do in their marketing department, set up like a uh, wheel of what's events that's going to happen or what campaigns we should do at different times of the year. So you kind of have that as a starting point. What is the agenda or what does I actually want to convey as a message to my customer? Uh, You then build that into the customer journey, by having a good segment. These are the customers I want this to be targeted at. Uh, you build in having like a, either a mar- email marketing, uh, you'll send out the message and you want your customers to react to it. You want them to click the links, you want them to read. Um, and Then you want them to go to, let's say a landing page, which you also then can host in Dynamics or you could build it in or put portals. Uh, Or you can also extend it into your own CMS system. Uh, From that landing page, you will then still provide that message, that coherent message you want to address to your customers and then a messaging you want them to um, react to. You want them to uh, buy a new product or you want them to be interested in a mailing list or you want them to um, be validated as a lead uh, to do cross-sale, etc. And then you could build that in with, let's say, a marketing form where you, uh, the customer would then give more information or sign up or um, just to click buy if you have that uh, in your process. So it's, uh depends on the message you have and you'll build it in, in a coherent stream uh, inside that customer journey. What you could also do is start your customer journeys uh, from the landing pages, etc. So it's, if you are having a landing page for a marketing campaign, you don't want to uh, proactively send out, but you want it to be on your um, company's web page and you want leads to generate into Dynamics. Uh, you could do that as well in a customer journey. You could then target, let's say, a sales rep. Uh, a salesperson would then later call at a given time. You can automate and put in, use flows, workflows, updates, different records based on what's happening inside your customer journey and what your customer is doing.
0: So it seems like these customer journeys are really the key feature. Is that true in your mind then?
1: I'd say yes. It's a uh, uh, is what you would other in other tools have to plan manually or use different tools uh, to plan a coherent customer experience? And the ultimate goal is to give your customers a, the best customer experience when it comes to your brand, the products you're selling, uh, or services you're offering. So that's uh, more or less the basis of why we, you, you would need the customer journeys.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are orchestrating this entire thing from start to end then so you have all these branches this if statements what if they don't click we should remind them they do click they are interested they do a lot of things on the homepage then we go off to some other place because they want to say contact me and then okay they're ready yeah. So you, you said, okay, let's send them email. So email marketing must be important in Dynamics marketing. So what's that like?
1: The email marketing is uh, like any other marketing tool, it has, uh, or like a lot of them have these days, a drag and drop designer. Uh, you can also write your co- or your template itself in HTML. Uh, or have a designing agency do that for you. Use that in uh, your email marketing. Uh, so you could uh, do both approaches here. Uh, you don't need to be a coder to be able to make pretty email marketing uh, campaigns uh, and newsletters or uh, sales offerings uh, what you would like to do with your the emails that you would be sending. You can easily do that in the marketing uh, the email uh, designer, uh, in the marketing platform. Uh, so it, it has the tools you, you would expect. Uh, it has, uh, grown a lot since the first, uh, release. So with every release, um, uh, even the April release and now in the October release, then a lot of enhancement has gone into that, um, email uh, designer to make it at the same level and uh, competing with existing other tools that's been around for many more years than what this product has um, so you can do um, what you would expect now uh, they released the A-B testing uh, so you could decide on, based on metrics uh, which email you should send you can do it with Different bodies or different subjects, and you can decide what, what should be the winning percentage. And then uh, your customer journey will then continue to use that winning email and send that out to the rest of your segment. Uh, you could also use uh, inside your marketing email content blocks, which you then predefine as um, design layouts that you can reuse for different templates or different types of campaigns. Let's say you always have the same header or uh, uh, footer for your email that could be done as content blocks or you could do uh, set, a, set in different types of content blocks based on maybe a field uh, you'll get in from the contact you're sending it to let's say I like dogs I want to see a cute puppy but you like cats so you want to see kittens uh, so that's different ways of using content blocks uh, which is also a good feature um, you can also Put in videos um, and all the features you would need. It's called action buttons, uh, like any email would have. So it is really at the standard level that any tool would offer when it comes to creating uh, marketing emails. And you
0: can have data from the contact itself. So you can say, hi, first name, and not have high value to customer. Yes. Yeah, so it it sounds like it only works with contact. It doesn't work with lead or account.
1: Uh, well, you could. Uh, there is a relationship. You could also collect uh, fields or values from different uh, records. So it also kind of depends on your data model itself. Uh, but you you at some level you need to have that account associated with the contacts or a lead associated with that contact to be able to use those fields if you wanted to
0: so I can't use it to nurture a lead into and then convert it into accounting contacts and to just have leads and base it on that
1: not in the in the beginning of your campaign I'd say but eventually uh, you could qualify your leads into contacts Let's say you have a landing page with uh, a marketing form. You collect information and you generate new leads in your database. Uh, Those at some level, you could say at a certain rate in your lead scoring model, they should qualify as a contact. Uh, You have to decide yourself if that's at the first level of contact or if they've been clicking around at a lot of different landing pages or how much information they've given you when is that contact uh, or lead uh, validated enough to be able to be converted into a contact and can be then nurtured further on into your other customer journeys.
0: Okay, so it's first when it's converted into contact that I can use it in Dynamics Marketing. Is
1: that true? Yes and no. Uh, It's, uh, you could have, uh, if you wanted to, all your leads could be contacts. I'm not saying that's a good strategy, but it's... uh, It is uh, one approach you could do if you wanted to use this heavily against your leads. Uh, But then again, Microsoft is uh, very willing to hear different kind of uh, suggestions to what kind of feature they should bring. Uh, So they don't have a a lead-based marketing uh, in the customer journeys right now, but they have a version of account-based marketing. Um, But then again, can I say right? It is strongest uh, built around contacts still.
0: Yeah, and and the question and answer. Uh, they are, the reason I ask this is because the sort of default marketing module, which is very limited, it has this marketing list that you can base them on leads and therefore that is sort of my okay we could use leads for this it's not always the best option and in these scenarios with dynamics marketing it doesn't seem like the best option Uh, are you then talking
1: about the I almost wanted to say legacy marketing list or the uh, marketing list built from segments like segment no, lists
0: i was referring to in, in in this question i was referring to yes the very old legacy marketing yeah. list, not the sort of segment based but you have this order static or dynamic marketing list that you could work with if you just had the sales application
1: yes you wouldn't uh, that's not uh, i don't how to say that nicely uh, When it comes to dynamics marketing, you would create new lists that you would use uh, called segments. Uh, And then you could uh, drill down and make segments based on leads that has uh, contacts uh, or some kind of relationship to a contact. Um, But I'd say it's a different way of going uh, or approaching segments versus marketing lists. But you could still create a static segment but then not started at leads.
0: Yeah, so if we look at the campaign assets or assets at all here in Dynamics Marketing, what is the typical things I I put in there then?
1: When it comes to different assets, uh, content blocks, like I've already talked a little about, it's a very powerful tool, um, You also need to build your landing pages. You need landing pages for your different campaigns or, let's say, customer journeys, uh, depending on what kind of message you would like to convey to your customer. You also need a landing page that would be your uh, contacts or customer's uh, subscription center. Uh, And there's a lot of uh, different landing pages you could build depending on Uh, the amount of customer journeys you have or the different messaging you will give. Um, And then it's also marketing forms. Uh, So you need to, if you want to collect information or have them subscribe to different newsletters, etc., you need to collect that information somehow. And that would typically be done by having a mix of landing page with the marketing form embedded into it. a great asset that also is a great asset that just came uh, in the October release is also the social media posting. So you can post to Facebook and you can post to Twitter, uh, and then that could also help generate um, leads uh, and then add interest towards your landing pages and then nurture that customer journey.
0: And that's really interesting because that again ties back to that whole thing better together. Because you have this content, you have these landing pages, these forms. And then you add these social media so you can link to them, you can market them. And then you can push them to Twitter or Facebook and get people into there from your followers. So you can benefit from that and just not have like, okay, we have X number of followers, but that doesn't mean anything. Now you can actually use that to something. So that's really good
1: for me. Yeah, it's good to be able to engage your customers in different channels. Uh, it's not everyone that's as active on, in their mailbox. Maybe they're more active on Facebook or a heavy Twitter user, and then you could reach them with that same uh, same message in different channels.
0: And that's also that inbound marketing that you were talking just a little bit about earlier, that you want to have these pages so people can find you, so you don't have to call people, they call you instead. And that's always the dream, right?
1: That is the dream, yes. I'd say with the, the landing pages, uh, also with using different channels, you can make a... A fresher and newer uh approach to the old way of doing like customer service you have a web uh, a web form somewhere that generates an email it sends to a mailbox and someone will contact you whenever they get to that email in their outlook or what mail system they use but now this is really uh you can nurture it into being a proactive process so when a Someone clicks that landing page, fills out that form. You can instantly trigger uh in that customer journey an action that a person in a sales team should do. They should call them or they should uh, send out an invitation to an event or whatever that's appropriate towards the messaging you're coherently spreading out to your customers in all this is really big set of tools that will allow you to be very coherent in your messaging and also be driving really good customer satisfaction uh, up because it's it is tools that will enable you to really boost your own brand Uh, the voice you want to reach your customer with you can all make it coherent on let's say you call the landing pages your cms light or your email marketing and your social media account it can be managed through one system it doesn't have to be four different systems maybe different teams you could all have it from one platform
0: do you know if i can schedule media posts in advance so if i have something going on later then i can write the content i can schedule the post and then it will hit the, the social media when it's due
1: I wanna say yes, you can, but I'm not hundred percent sure uh, okay. but it uh the last time I used it, I believe that was something I could do uh so it will post to your uh you could post it straight away uh or set it to a later time and it would post to your let's say Facebook page or Twitter account.
0: Yeah, because me, myself, I have to up my social media game because I always, you know, I schedule stuff in advance. Like this recording will come out in a a week while we record this and then I edit it and then I schedule it. But then I have to wait to write the social media because I just have an ordinary web browser that I do Twitter and F- Facebook on and then I forget and then you know, oh, what was that thing again? I have to read up so I, I know what to talk about. So that could be helpful. Anyway, um, event management, what's that about?
1: Well, event management, It's you can use that separately or also in tune with your customer journey Uh, But you could uh, plan, run, uh, and then later on collect feedback from the events you run. Uh, It can be done in a a small scale as you wanted or as uh, big as you would like. Uh, It's very... To me, when I started looking at it, I found a lot of similarities to the campaigns in like CRM4, CRM11, etc., going up till now, and how much information you could actually put into your campaigns and then use that for statistics later on. But you could kind of do the same with uh, the event management part here in marketing. Uh, You can schedule let's say I'm running a CRM Saturday event in Norway, I could schedule the date, I could set this is the max part of attendees I could have, I'll plan in the sessions, I can set which room they're in, and I could also utilize it in booking, let's say, hotels for my speakers. So there's so many different parts you can decide to use, but you don't, have to use it all if you don't have the need for it it's not every event that needs as big planning uh, or as detailed planning um, as let's say a big event that you do in person uh, you could do a webinar you might only need to schedule uh, when it's going to be and which resources from your company would speak or external speakers uh, having the link to your webinar and then you could then schedule uh marketing emails to send out people to sign up and have that all tracked into one system. And then later on, you could utilize that same platform to send out surveys, uh, have them rate different sessions. And you can also either use that through the customer journey and having people fill out, let's say, a marketing form. But you could also use uh, Forms Pro or integrate with other Types that would suit your needs. So you can do it low key or as big as you want, or almost with the marketing uh, platform and then using the event um, management part.
0: And I really like that because that gives me room to expand and adopt the platform bit by bit. So I don't have to do it all or nothing when I start. So I can sort of Start a little bit, explore that, incorporate that, and then expand as I need to. Because it's always difficult to incorporate a big thing in one go. Is that important for you as well?
1: It is. It's important that you'll find a platform that can kind of grow with your... uh with your company uh, and also uh, in line with, let's say your strategy. In the beginning, you just wanna maybe run the email marketing, that's really important. But then you see also the need to expand into different areas. You wanna orchestrate the big campaigns. You can easily expand and grow into very high-tech customer journeys, or you can keep it kinda small. You might only want to send the email and then collect if they clicked, etc., and then nurture that. And the same here with the, the event planning, uh, you could really grow that with the needs you have in your organization.
0: Okay, so Dynamics Marketing, how do I connect that to sales then?
1: Dynamics Marketing, you could either have it as a standalone application, or it can come with a default connection to sales. And it can also be integrated with, let's say, service, etc. Uh, but it needs, or it should be, connected to at least sales. Uh, but then again, it's all built on the same data model. So it gives that instant integration experience. You don't have to map fields. You don't have to set up any integration. It's all integrated as a default. And it's really built uh, in a... I'd say in a really good way uh, to maintain like all the data you're collecting, all the events you're collecting, like clicks from users, et cetera. Stored in Azure, it will still be synced. You can see it on a good timeline, on the contact form, in sales. So you will give even your organization a really good overview of what's happening. What initiatives are we doing against which customers? What are they reacting to? Did they actually click on that email? Oh, yes, they did. They called me about it because they were really excited about it. Then you can see when they actually clicked it, uh, et cetera. So it is uh, a really powerful integration out of the box when you have it as uh, connected to sales and not as a standalone application. A standalone application would, of course, not be connected to anything, and you would just run that as a standalone marketing tool. Um, So
0: it sounds like your recommendation is that you have it in the same instance as your other Dynamics application and not install this Dynamics marketing on a separate Dynamics instance and then sort of copy the contacts over. No, that's not your recommendation. Have it in the same instance.
1: Not at all. I would not recommend that. Uh, To those I would recommend having it as a standalone application would be those to those that don't have any Dynamics uh, systems uh, up and running in their organization from before. They just want a marketing platform. They could still benefit from using Dynamics marketing and all the cool feature that that comes with they will then just have an a silo with their marketing information in that Uh, so i guess it is uh i would all i would recommend going with a marketing to sales uh, approach uh, as long as you have customers already inside your sales uh, instance that's the way to go
0: Yeah, and it's back to that Better Together story that Microsoft is hammering us with all the applications coming through, with all the insights, with all of these sort of things here, the portal there, the marketing here, the sales there, the service there, and it all ties together and improving things. So at Avenade, how do you use marketing there?
1: I use uh, marketing a lot when I do presentations and hold demos. Uh, I speak about it at different uh, Power Platform Saturdays, different meetups in Norway. uh, And I do both live demos and talk about the features and the capabilities of the platform. I'm actively hunting down implementation projects. uh, So I really want to get this uh, a project where I can get this out and running live uh, with a customer. So far, I am only running a few different demo scenarios uh, in my own tenants that I have built for different uh, demo reasons. So one, I have a instance that is Hogwarts, sending out marketing emails instead of owls. Uh, and, God,
0: that's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> and trying to like uh, build in different scenarios that would fit into different uh, verticals and domains. But also to bringing that whole uh, customer experience and that personal marketing feeling, regardless of what domain it would be implemented in.
0: So that means that you at Avenid Norway are not using Dynamics Marketing in your production Dynamics instance?
1: Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, That's a no. No. Uh, Do you mean with clients? Or us? Yeah. I, I, how do you? Okay.
0: How how if if you sort of have the license, you use it. You have customer journeys where you take your, where you have your landing pages and content. So when you post things to social media, they land on your page and they come into your customer journey. How you use it yourself then.
1: No, I don't have that um, for Avanade Norway. Mainly because our our marketing uh, campaigns are not run from Norway. Uh, so then I wouldn't have control of it. Uh,
0: oh, okay.
1: So we're that, yeah.
0: All right, so it's a bigger company yeah. than than that. And, oh, okay, so th- that's not really part of what you do. So th- are you aware of if Avanade... Globally, then uses dynamics marketing.
1: Uh, we don't, I'm not aware if we run it towards our own customers, but we have projects uh, that we have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, with uh, clients, we are running and implementing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, so these contents blog blocks could that be like okay you bought this product before then perhaps you're interested in these other products like this product recommendation engines that other sites have
1: you might be able to that also depends on what data you have in your system and what's uh, connected to your uh, contacts so if you have fields uh, or related uh, entities that would list up what they have of let's say a product I bought x amount of licenses or I bought football shoes or whatever it should be Uh, I'd say you can build uh, content blocks around that Uh, but it has to be data that is some way connected to your contact to be able to show the different types of content blocks
0: Okay, so if I have a customer that bought sales, I can then run marketing to say you should probably be interested in dynamics marketing
1: you yeah, i say you could if you have
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah that that could be possible right
1: yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah you yeah. you
0: seem skeptic though um <laughs> uh,
1: depends on how you uh, set up your email. Uh, you need some uh, developer skills to be able to build in that logic uh, to say, if they have this, then show this. So if the field, let's say, did not contain any data, what kind of logic would you have then? What should be displayed instead? That logic you would have to build in with some type of code in in the HTML template, but then you could always say have a different content block they could show instead. Maybe a customer satisfaction survey instead of pushing a new product. So
0: it's Yeah. Okay, so it, you you won't mean that okay we want to have consistency on email so perhaps we have we swap this content out based on what what is a recommendation gives and if they haven't bought something we have a different we have a difficulty recommending or perhaps we at this time doesn't have anything to recommend from this recommendation yeah. and then we have some default instead so it's not empty
1: yes uh, but you could also have built that into your segment so let's say your segment only contains customer that have bought something from you uh, before and then that are still eligible in some other way of buying more products. So Let's say they haven't bought all your products yet. Um, so you could build a segment around, uh, around your customer that you still have an upsell ab- uh, ability with. And then you can have a different segment that has maybe all your products covered. And then you do uh, exclude those that are covered. And then your marketing campaign. In your email could always be that suggested new upsell. Then you wouldn't need that logic to do uh, recommend nothing or have a completely different content block shown instead.
0: Yeah. I'm envious of those who have to build logic to co- compensate for if you bought everything we have, <laughs> then we have a special case for you. I envy yeah, those. Me so. too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. all right then yeah continue
1: let's say you're let's say you're a banking customer and you have you have your savings account you have a normal banking account and you have your house mortgage and maybe a credit card what else could they sell you maybe they don't do insurance so that's out of the picture but if they do insurance maybe that's what they should sell you Uh, but as long as depends on what the core products are if there are more sell so in some some areas you could probably get to like they are in somewhat covered and we don't want to push anything to them we just want to make sure that they are satisfied they are loyal uh, they don't want to churn they want to stay Uh, what more can we offer in terms of uh, customer service or um, just not pushing product sometimes that's not the right approach um
0: can i also limit the amount of emails that i send to customers from more of a overview so i can say they're not allowed in more than one customer journey at a time or more than x amount of emails per time unit oh
1: that's a good question i'm not sure i'm able to answer that straight off the bat but it's uh Depends on your customer journeys uh, and how many you have actively going at the same time towards all your customers. Maybe you have some that are very narrow and then you could easily have hundreds running at the same time. But if you're always targeting uh, all your customers, uh, you want to make sure they They don't overlap too much. And then you can also see that in, uh, it's like a calendar view inside marketing. So you can see what campaigns run at the same time. Uh, If it's a a dynamic uh, segment, you don't necessarily know who's in that segment at each given time. But you know the number of those that are actively within that customer journey or that it's called tiles, different steps are actively in that a uh, step waiting to be either sent an email or waiting for the next step to be activated. Let's say it's a trigger uh, that's said to be waiting for five days until the next thing happens. Um, but I will do some research and see if I can, if you can, limit the amount of uh, active um
0: yeah, it was just a thing that I, I thought of when you said you don't want to hammer the customers. And I was like, yeah, of course you don't want to do that because then you will just scare them away. Yeah,
1: you could build a exclusion segment so you don't uh, include those in other segments if you know they are actively used in different uh, customer journeys. So when you build up the segment uh, and add that to your customer journey, you can then exclude... Those in other uh, segments uh, or a specific segment. Uh, But I'm not sure if that's the correct approach to just be sure you don't hammer your customers.
0: I mean, it's always a good thing to consider at least so you don't spam them because that's never a good thing to do. But if we continue here to what's the feature for you that are missing in Dynamics Marketing then?
1: Oh, What's missing? Um, since it is still kind of a, a new product or a new platform, uh, it's constantly being new releases or a feature that's being added uh, within the release uh, waves of from Microsoft. So there's two releases every every year. So I've been given what I was originally missing from uh, this time last year. I've already, let's say, gotten uh, in both the April release and now in the October release, which was the major thing for me was the A-B testing, which is finally here. Uh, So you could do A-B testing.
0: so that was released in this when you activated or or Microsoft activated. So it come it did came this this October then. it wasn't part of any later in this release wave. Then.
1: No, it came now in October. Uh, there's a few things that haven't come officially of the release wave, but it's uh, and that is the quick send, which is uh, you can send email messaging to let's say a full segment, but you don't have to build a big customer journey to do it. Even though you could build a customer journey with just your segment and then one tile to send that email, but then you would still have to build it. So it's uh, a few clicks here and there, uh, but now that's coming. So that's maybe, that's the next thing that will get you closer to do, let's say it's not a bulk email send out, but it is almost that. Uh, which is a, still a good improvement towards what this platform uh, needs to become and be equal to the industry standard of marketing tools. Um,
0: yeah, and it definitely sounds a lot better than just a quick campaign that you get out of the box with dynamic sales, because that's just, it, don't use it. It's it's my recommendation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I... I kind of like the quick campaign and the campaigns. You do? Yes, I spent many, many years with them. So I kind of have this weird relationship with them. And I see benefits of having it. So that is kind of the closest equivalent of the quick campaign. Except that you don't need the quick campaign to do it. So that is kind of maybe a good improvement.
0: So will you be just a little bit sad now that everything is sort of deprecated in the old legacy marketing and it's now in dynamics 365 marketing for you now
1: no i'm not gonna be upset about that no i will rather take some new features and functionality and marketing than hold on to those
0: yeah yeah, because it, it, it does sound a lot better to me because just these that okay, you give, get events, it's delivered, it's opened, it's clicked. What did they click on? You can get statistics on it. I mean,
1: it is a massive that's... improvement from Quick Campaign. Yeah. So it is, it's not, I'm not gonna shed a tear for switching no, that no. with uh, switching the Quick Send for the Quick Campaign. I'd rather much have all that built in extra features and utilize. Yeah. Uh, the marketing uh, platform for what it's worth.
0: So what's the licensing like for Dynamics Marketing? Then?
1: Well, it is, uh, uh, you could either license it as a standalone application or as an attachment to any other Dynamics, let's say like sales. Uh, so it depends uh, first of first of all on that, uh, how will you use it? And then which uh, tire, tier level you're on, and what the amount of contacts you want to market against. Uh, which is a kinda a fluffy thing to to s- talk about. Uh, so I don't necessarily know how many contacts I want to market against, but it is uh, how, how to best explain it might be the amount the number of contacts you can more or less intend to use for marketing actively but it's not the same as the total number of contacts in your database. You might have, let's say- yeah,
0: And that's that's really important because you might have thousand, hundred thousand or even millions if you've been using Dynamics for a long time. And you've been collecting contacts and not really caring about deleting or even inactivating old unused contacts. So that's really important that it's not based
1: on that. That's uh, that's really important that it's not based on that. But then, with with GDPR uh, being in as high focus as it yeah. is these days, that's not an uh, approach I would recommend going with forward either. So I think it's for many companies it would be kind of the time to start. Uh, Really going through the contacts who are not valid, which should be inactivated. Are we allowed to store this anymore? And consider getting rid of some contacts that are not useful or needed anymore, Uh, especially those that you're not allowed to store anymore, depending on GDPR. Of course, GDPR is not the same in all of the world, Um, but at least in the European Union uh, countries associated with that uh, the rules are pretty straightforward there's a set of uh, years you can store uh, data uh, if it's in not active customer etc so that will limit uh, somewhat those that you are actively wanting to market against if I was not a customer of a service for many many years and I suddenly got an email advertising their new product especially now with GDPR I would be a little concerned they should not have my contact information anymore
0: and you from Norway so you're not really part of European Union but you're so close to it that you get all of the benefits of GDPR so that's benefits for you as an individual but perhaps not for you as an company then
1: uh, yes, Norway has, uh, we're not a member of the EU, but we have uh, a trade deal with the European Union. So we need to add,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, move by most of the same rules, especially when it comes to GDPR. We have the same types of rules as uh, uh as enforced in the European Union. Not as strict as it is in Germany, but it is uh, still strict uh, and it is enforced. And it is uh, really changing the way of uh, storing data and how you process data.
0: So what's the future like for you if you want to look to the future for marketing here?
1: The future? if I was looking into, like, a crystal ball and would predict the future... Yeah, uh, I'd... go ahead. <laughs> For marketing, it is, uh, as a platform, I'd say it needs to really... It has gotten a great deal of, like, investment from Microsoft. It gets, like, heavy releases uh, with a lot of features and feature improvements every time. And I think that will keep on going strong. Uh I'm not sure I want to sign my name to this in blood, but I've heard it's a 10-year um, roadmap that's been detailed out, uh, which makes me feel more confident in the platform as well, and that it is growing to that um, industry standard of marketing tools that you see in, let's say, a standalone email distribution software or distribution monitoring motor you will now get that same level uh of features and functionality in marketing uh, and that's just happened in a, in a year so what what the next year will give is i'd say great improvements in all areas i think the the email designer will drastically improve uh, i think you will see a lot more in orchestration. Uh, like the customer journeys uh and all that uh you can get from it having the platform itself or solution itself it is running on Azure, so you don't have that uh storing all your data back into the into your database, and that's something that will give like a future ready perspective uh You're not hogging down your database and like locking you in for a massive storage costs uh if you have high customer uh actions on your emails and the amount of emails you're sending uh, that's maybe not the future but i think the way it's built really puts us in a or i say us but puts those that are using marketing in a really good position for the future and constant development and improving of the platform uh
0: I mean, I'm mean part of the community, so I can sign with ass as well. Uh, that's okay with me. And for me, it's this, I think it was one of these, or perhaps several of these release notes where Dynamics Marketing was mentioned first and all of their improvements was first in the list. And that says something to me that they have this as, If not their top priority, then at least one of their top priorities. Because if they have it first in the release note, it's very important. It's not ordered alphabetically, that's for sure, because marketing is way down there. So
1: that's really interesting. I agree to that. It is truly uh, a statement in itself. And I think it's also reflected in what kind of feature that's been... Uh, released now on in half a year from April to October it's a lot and it's big improvements and it is if that pace is being kept I think their uh let's say AI capabilities and analytics it can you can really grow a lot based on what you're collecting here and um as I mentioned before, like having the A/B testing, it might seem like something that's given that should always be in the marketing platform, but it's it also have to be to be ready. You can't always, uh, you shouldn't ship something before it's it's usable and truly the the features that we're getting with marketing is usable from the first release. Uh, so those that were brave enough to jump and start implementing marketing when it first got released last last year they are have truly invested in a platform i think they will be satisfied with for many many years to come
0: so where do i go if i want to know more
1: the release notes is a good way to start uh there is a lot of information on uh, microsoft own sites about marketing it gives you an excellent overview uh of what features there are, uh, the level of quality in their documentation is really good. Uh, it covers each area, it covers uh, each functionality in good detail, both from a say, an end user perspective and also an administrative perspective. Uh, it explains what is what in a really good manner and it's really easy to get familiarized with the concept and then start using it. You can always spin up a a trial and get it working really quickly. Uh, And then just start exploring all the features you can get with marketing and start using it.
0: So where are you going to be next?
1: I'm going to be next at uh, Dynamics Power in Paris on the 22nd of November, where I will then again talk about marketing. Paris,
0: nice. Yeah. So marketing again, of course. Yeah. So a new question, f- you first, I guess, to, to answer this then. So what's your recommendation for a future guest on this podcast?
1: Well, it shouldn't be someone that you've already had on, I guess, but it's, uh, and I, I think I want to suggest someone that's been very active in, in the different uh, events I've been to or really wanted to go to, and that's uh, uh, Daniel Laskowitz from, uh, from uh, the Netherlands. He's a really fun guy and he has a great amount of knowledge. And well, by coincidence, he will also be in Paris on Dynamics Power. Um, But yeah, he's a fun guy to have on this podcast, I'd say.
0: An MVP from the Netherlands. So yeah, I will be sure to reach out to him and talk to him. Um, um, so do you have any links to self-promotion any blogs or that that you would like people to know about
1: i'm not a great blogger so i'd say my linkedin uh, is probably the best i try to post uh, things uh, now and then that is uh, related to to dynamics and power platform uh, etc and i will my my goal is to write some more uh, posts there, or like, uh, what's it called? The, articles. Yes. My goal is to write some more articles as well, to have them posted there. So I'd say my LinkedIn is the, the best source.
0: Yeah, I will add all these links to the show notes so people can find them easily. Good. Thank you, Gurafala, for your participation in CM Rocks. Thank you for having me. And thanks to you listening. And don't forget, I post every show on Facebook and on CMRocks.com. Just search for it there and you will find it and you can paste a comment uh, and, and you can post a comment there. See you next on CM Rocks.